Hey guys, it's Pastor G. Hey, I love you. I appreciate you. Hey, I'm praying for each and every one of you. Hey, we're here. Family Matters series, Family Conversations with the First Family. Today we're going to be talking about, man, what it means to train up a child in the way that they should go by imparting the graces that run in your family. And we're going to have a conversation with Josh, Jaira, Chini, and myself about the grace of worship and prayer that flows in our family. We're calling it a September to Remember with family. Family Matters at the Rock Church. Family Conversations with the First Family. I love you. I appreciate you. I'll see you real soon. Peace. Hey, everybody. We create relevant <laughs> moments. We're hurting and broken people are restored back to their rightful place in God. Man, I've got my family with me again today. Last week it was mom and pops. Last two weeks, the founding father and founding mother, the Rev, my mom, my girl here, she was going in. Uh, oh, me? No, you're my daughter. Why do you always try to get me in trouble, Jar? Huh? Why I mean, you... you got me sitting next to her, so you said your girl, so in my head was talking about talking. Right, because she has to always be postured as first. Well, I mean, not really. <laughs> hey guys, y'all know how we do it. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Family Matters series. Family conversations with the first family. My son has kind of got me jacked up. We got him planned today so that he wouldn't have an itching spell. Wow. Um, so when he plays, he doesn't itch. So, um, you know. <laughs> My wife is, she's always trying to be, you know, prissy so that you guys really won't see her what? laugh. She's like, Ooh. why did you do that laugh like that? Okay. <laughs> hey, we want to simply stay on course. We've That's been talking about. That's what we want to do. Stay on course. There it is. There is. See, you know, if you guys noticed the last two weeks she didn't rebuke me with my mom and dad but then when she gets by herself you didn't act like this rebuking. with your mom and dad oh i didn't no oh okay all right fred and i y'all do right now y'all do right um but we want to continue to talk about this subject train up a child in the way that they should go but i want to take it a little further um it's teaching children what the grace of their family is. And because we've titled this series, uh, Family Matters, Family Conversations with the First Family, um, it's very important for people to understand um, that there are a couple of graces that we carry um, as a family. Um, number one, we are a worshiping family. We both come from worshiping families, um, different cultures of worship, um, but worship that pleases God is what we are accustomed to. And then another grace is prayer. My wife um, is a strong, um, I come from a very, very strong uh, family of prayer, my father, my mom. But when we talk about prayer in the Graves family, um, the first family, Man, those are those moments where we're all asleep, the three of us, and four or five o'clock in the morning, we are awakened to warfare, celebration, the sound of victory. And there is my wife, 
you know, their mom downstairs clapping her hands, um, beating the tambourine. Um, she's walking through the house, meaning that she's done walked downstairs in their room, beating it, praying, speaking in the Holy Ghost, all of that, you know, and coming upstairs, doing the same thing. Um, mornings that we wake up to, you know, hearing the TV. And one of the things that we really want to talk about and just, you know, really um, be transparent about is that the enemy comes to attack the grace on family. And when I say that, he, he wants to attack that grace. He wants to attack that grace in our families. He wants to put us in a place to where um, our families are really broken. Our families are really hurting. And the enemy is not really looking to attack us where we're weak in some instances. He wants to attack us where we're strong. And those are strong points for us. Strong points for us, worship, prayer. Um, and when you guys think about that, um, those graces, um, what are some things that we can encourage other families to do in being strong in your grace? Um, there were moments where my wife would say, hey, we need to come together and just worship. We need to set aside time to pray as a family. I, I remember my dad taking us to five o'clock prayer. I remember my wife saying um, last week, you know, that getting up in the morning at Parker Memorial, they were at prayer. And not just at prayer, but these were the foundations that, that we grew up on. My children were born into an atmosphere of worship and prayer. My son's first concert was a Kurt Franklin, Fred Hammond concert. You know, um, all of their lives, they've been surrounded by um, an atmosphere of prayer and worship. Um, what, what comes to mind or, or what are some things that you guys um, can really minister to other families, to children, you know, about being strong in your grace. Um, sometimes you just don't want to do it, you know, but it's a part of your family. It's a part, my wife said it, it's a part of the DNA, you know. Um, these are the parts that we don't compromise. Worship is non-negotiable. Prayer is non-negotiable. We don't argue over worship and we don't argue over prayer. Um, if we're going to do that, then that means that somebody just has to leave and not offend the Holy Ghost. Um, we don't argue and, and divide over worship and prayer in our house. There has to be some spiritual non-negotiables in our family that we can remain, that can remain established through generations. No matter where life may lead you, you know how to worship and you know how to pray. My, my wife said it. I gave them Jesus. We, we gave them Jesus. And not only did we do that, we gave them a Jesus that knows how to worship and pray, that they can pray to, that they can worship with. Somebody, uh, a Jesus that's not going to, to, to forsake them or abandon them or leave them alone. So I want to kind of open this up and you guys kind of just jump in here because Josh is playing, so I'm already gone. You know, like I just want to just you know, lay out on the floor and just worship, but it's a moment of ministry. Come on, talk to us, baby. Um, I believe that 
Um, one of the main things is, like we said, we talked about last week, foundation. Um, once we lay that foundation, um, we begin to build upon that foundation. Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to our home, um, you must need to pray mm -hmm. um, due to the fact that you need the relationship with the Father um, and you need to be able to um, get the witty inventions, to get the nuggets, to get the mysteries of the kingdom. Um, and you need to have a relationship with him in order to do those things. If you and I say that we're in a relationship and we spend no time together, we spend no time conversing, you, I spend no time speaking with you, you spend no time listening to me, then we will never be on one accord. We will never, ever, ever actually begin to know each other. And we will never have what we call a relationship, you know? We won't know each other. And so um, understanding and knowing who God is um, through prayer, uh, through reading the Word, is, is the utmost importance. Um, my dad, um, it was a must that we pray together. You know, we had a little saying, a family that prays together stays together. Um, it's, 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 it's always been a must. Prayer has always been a foundation. My grandmother, um, 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 missionary, she was a missionary, missionary Cleola Banks. My grandmother, she instilled prayer in, in us. Her and, and, and she had a good girlfriend, Mother McKee. They instilled prayer and a lifestyle of prayer in us. And see, the thing is with prayer, the more you begin to talk to the Father, the more you begin to, the more he begins to talk back to you. The more you begin to talk to him and tell him your heart, the more he begins to reveal himself to you. And that's the more, the more prayer you get, the more power you have. And so, you know, when we look at the mothers of old, you know, they had power. They had power to, 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 to change atmospheres. They had power, you know, back in the, in, 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 in the day, the mothers of the church, you know, you just couldn't come in any kind of way. And, and I'm not. I'm not trying to be weird or, or anything, you know, because now today some people call this weird, but uh, the mothers of the day, uh, back in the day, would see uh, 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 the enemy, would see the devil, would see a demon, and they would immediately cast the demon out. It was no ifs, ands, or buts, and the demon would know who they are in the spirit. And so that's something we don't see today. And, and, and I believe another one of the reasons is because we have a lack of prayer. A lack of prayer brings a lack of power. So again, for our home, it was a foundation. And so therefore, we build on the foundation. I, I, we taught the children to pray. We taught the children what prayer was. And that's, I just believe it's the foundation and that's how we continue to grow. And that's why it's been important in our lives and in the children's lives. Joshua 24, the latter part of verse number 15. Uh, As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. At the top of the scripture, it says, if you choose not, but then he ends. As for me and my house, the temperature, the atmosphere, the climate of every house should be dictated. And, and this goes even to your dad because you would always say that your dad says it's not a democracy, it's a dictatorship. Yeah. 
He don't run no, he, he say he, he was not the government. He was not the government. He don't do government things. He didn't run a democracy. He ran a dictatorship. A, a dictatorship. And we were going to pray. We were going to bless the Lord. Yeah. We were going. It was no ifs, ands, buts about it. You below, you were his. This is what you're doing. As for me and my house, my wife and I, when both of our children were born, we dedicated them immediately back to God. And when they were born, their, their climate and their atmosphere was dictated through an atmosphere of worship and prayer. Even in the dysfunctions of our family, even in the troubled times, the good times, no matter what it is, the, the atmosphere in your house should be dictated by some spiritual values, some non-negotiables. And when I look at my children today, um, one of the things that I remember talking to my son and I told him, I said, you know, because you're my son, there should be something in you that looks and sounds like me. If you're going to be in ministry, then the grace that is on my life, it should reflect your life. I would say that to my daughter. Uh, 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 the grace that's on our life it should reflect in your life. When you guys think about it, coming up in a house where um, you had to go to church and, and not had to go to church, you were going to church. We were taking you to church. Um, you knew about God. You knew about Jesus. We, we didn't allow you guys to do certain things because of the foundations that we believed in. I want you guys to kind of chime in right there. What, what are some of the things that kind of stuck, stuck out to you and Jaira or Josh um, that has caused you to really value worship and prayer in your family? Uh, I would say um, when mommy went through cancer, mm -hmm. the constant prayer and just, and not even mommy, when we went through that first phase with Auntie Tracy and how we was just praying and we prayed heaven down and to see her now up walking like nothing ever happened. <laughs> it was just like, oh, prayer does work. And then a couple years later, you and you died every time and came back speaking in tongues. Like, wow, okay, this is real. Like, prayer is real, real. And if you got faith, it's amazing. But what has it meant for you personally? What are some of the things that you can attest to that because you were raised in this type of atmosphere, you were able to use it in those moments that help you to in see God? My college uh, school was on, was on, was on line of being canceled. Um, I didn't have the funds for class, and so I had gotten kicked out. And I knew my dream was to work on cars. And being at that school, it was going to get me to my dream. And I was, you know, battling, and I was praying, and I felt like my prayers weren't working. Mm -hmm. And I went to a meeting we had, a leadership meeting, 6 a.m. meeting, and I was listening, but I wasn't listening. And he said, um, 
I want you guys to give an offer, a tithe, an offering. And I was working real hard trying to make the money for that week. And when I looked at my account, I only had $13. I had $113. And the Holy Spirit said, give, give me 100 I was like, no way. I got school to pay for. And I gave that $100, and I cried in the back. And I was like, man, you really just took my dream away from me. And the whole week, I was in the basement, mad at God, and I was praying, like, is this really what you're about to do to me? You know I want to do this. And I stayed in his face. And it was that day, that uh, Monday, you told me to go to the school and talk to him. And the whole ride there, I, was, I prayed for real, like tears and all, and said, God, I promise if you get this from me, I won't mess up. <laughs> and walked into school, and she said, um, well, I looked at your report card so far, your progress report, you have really good grades, so we'll let you back in, and we'll search up on a payment plan. Wow. And I was, I was shocked, and I said, okay, well now, I need a job so I can pay for school. And literally five minutes after I walked out of the place, Subaru Beffert called me and said, we want to hire you. That right there, like the power of prayer, it works. It's, it's serious. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. The grace of the first family, worship and prayer. Come on, Jara. What are some moments in your life um, that worship and prayer um, have changed your life or even have challenged you or just like, I really don't really want to deal with it. Um, talk to us. Um, Y'all forgive me, I'm a little sleepy, but I'm gonna work through it. <laughs> um, I would have to say, I will also have to say I was in a, a school situation. My situation wasn't really like Joshua's. Mine was a little more intense. Um, but it was to the point to where I um, actually got suspended from the school I was at um, because I did something and I was, I was hurt because first of all, I knew what I did was wrong. And at the simple fact of literally everybody had to watch me just walk out of class and walk out of school. And so from that, I I knew I wanted to do theater. I was messed up because I'm like, my theater teacher is getting ready to be mad at me. My vocal coach is getting ready to be pissed off because I'm no longer in his class. And it took me to actually call on God and actually ask him what to do. I eventually did get back in the school, but I'm not there yet. Um, I go back next spring, but it that situation kind of went downhill for me. And the way I got through it was by prayer. The way God showed me that everything was okay was by prayer, by seeking his face and not just saying, okay, you got kicked out of school, so what now? Just do whatever. I was still working. I was still doing everything. So with that and prayer, that really gave me the confidence to say, okay, well, I can do this. 
I'll take the suspension and then I'll go back and I'll see if I can get back in. They let me back in. I'll go back next spring. And that really helped me because I'm like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. It was one point where I was just like, okay, I don't care. I don't, I'm not in school, so it is what it is. But I finally got to the point to where I actually heard God say, it's not over. It's not over. Keep going. Keep pushing. Keep pressing to go towards your dream. So that's something that actually showed me who God was and actually showed me real. Wow. As for me and my house, I want you to begin to just lift your hands here. And we're just going to worship for a moment and just really just begin to pray for you guys. Uh, I'm going to ask my wife to, to, to really tap in here to really begin to intercede because I believe that the enemy's attacking the grace that's on your family. Grace on your family could be that you guys are a loving family. Every family is a loving family, but then there's a grace of love, faith, uh, of wealth, prosperity. Uh, uh, and I'm not saying that we don't have those graces, but um, I just chose to talk about those two. Those are, those are the two main ones. Um, family's really going through right now. Just don't know what to do. Everybody's over here, everybody's over there. And we're just in a fight right now. In this season, this pandemic, my, my children really don't want to do virtual school. They, they really don't want to, you know, be online. They really want to get out and go back to school. I've got a senior in the house and don't know if it's going to have prom and it's going to be homecoming. Just so many things are happening. Finances, there, there can be uh, marital issues, just whatever, just simple problems, just natural dysfunctions that the enemy uses to push us away from our grace. Um, my son said it, um, and we talk about this constantly because we lived it. Um, 2016, now faith is, I mean, we were on that thing, man, 2015. January 2016 is just like it went out the door, you know, because watching my girl go through what she went through um, it was like, wow, God, why would you take us through this? But it was in those moments of worship. And we did not have a lot of corporate times of worship and prayer during that moment. I believe that we had a lot of individual moments because we were all dealing with it in, in some type of way. We all wanted to be strong for my wife and I remember going to my children and I said to them, I just want to be honest, guys. It's just going to be us three. Um, because you, you learn to understand um, in life sometimes that everybody can't handle the pressure of walking in a furnace and having faith. You know, y'all should do this and she should do that and we decided that we were going to let her do what she wanted to do. And she said, nobody will mention the word cancer in this house. We will call it carcinoma. The word cancer will not be mentioned. And I believe we went into that, that moment of worship and 
there's just this little um, moment that I want to just kind of lay here and then I'll let my wife pray. It says, you are the source of my strength. You are the strength of my life. I lift my hands in total praise to you. Just worship. You are the source of my strength. Yeah, come on. You are the strength of my life. I live my hands in total praise. To you, to you. Let's do it again. You are the source of my strength. Come on, yes, he is. You are the strength of my life. I lift my hands. Come on. I lift my hands in total praise to you, to you. Come on, baby, pray. Father, we bless you. We thank you, God. Yes, Lord. You're worthy to be praised. You're worthy you, to Jesus. be magnified. Worthy to be adored. We thank you, O oh God, for being the very source yes, of our strength. Thank you, Jesus. The very strength of our life. We thank you, Father, because we understand that it's your joy that continues to give us strength. Each and every moment, each and every day, we thank you, Father. We thank you for the strengths that you've given each of us as individuals and that we bring to the table and collectively become a family. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, oh God. We thank you for your, your mighty acts, your mighty power. We thank you, oh God, for the Holy Spirit leading and guiding us, instructing us. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, oh God. Thank you, Father, for the foundation and the, 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 the ability yes, Lord. to heed your word. Yes, Lord. The foundation that we stand on, which is your word. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for allowing us and Thank choosing Jesus. us, but allowing us the ear to hear. Yes, Lord. The heart to understand. Thank you, Jesus. The mind, the willingness, oh God, to be more and to strive to be more and more like you each and every day. Thank you for choosing us. Thank you, Jesus. 
yes, to live this lifestyle. Thank yes, you for choosing us to have this foundation. Yes, Thank you for choosing us to know that there is a way. Thank yes, you Lord. for choosing us, oh God. Thank you for allowing us to know yes, that Lord. there is another way. Thank you, oh God, for allowing us to be in the world but not of the world. Thank yes, you, God, for calling us. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank you, oh God, for allowing us to go through and be and 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 and, and be connected to to the bloodline of, of Christ. Thank you, Lord. No matter how many times we complain, no matter how many how many times we were frustrated, thank you for our parents, oh God. Thank you for our foundation, oh God. Thank you for our grandparents, oh God. God, we want to say thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. You've, we, we've complained, God. We, we, we've not liked some things, God. But God, most of all, when we look back on it, God, we can only say thank you. Thank you, Jesus. We have, we have pure gratitude to you, Father, for choosing us to live this lifestyle, for choosing us to know you, for choosing us, oh God, to know that there is another way. There is life. And we can choose life. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for, 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 for understanding your word. Thank you, oh God, because your word says that you would open up and give us the, 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 the witty inventions, oh God. Thank you, oh God, for, for, for allowing Father God, your kingdom and your mysteries to be in, to enlighten us, to offer you opening up our eyes, oh God, that we understand, Father God, the mysteries of your kingdom, oh God. Thank you, because you didn't have to choose us. Thank you for loving us all so much, God, that you allowed Jesus to die on the cross for everything that I could think about. Not even what I did, oh God. Just my thought, God. You allowed your son to die on the cross for my thinking. Thank you for, for finding it so necessary to leave the Holy Spirit here with us. That he can lead and guide us and instruct us. Thank you, oh God. For the foundation that I know that if I keep my ear. To the frequency of the spirit. Yes God. All is well. Thank you Jesus. If I keep my ear to the frequency of the spirit. No matter what my eyes may see. No matter what my ears may hear. All is well. All is well. If I keep my ear to the frequency of the spirit. Thank you Jesus. All is well all is well and we thank you Lord we thank you and we bless you Lord we bless you for all is well all is well all is well thank you Jesus you are the source of You are the strength 
source of our strength. You are the strength of our lives. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. So I lift my hands in total praise to you. that you have. You have no answers for anything. There's so many of us that have no answers. Just lift your hands and release all of the pressure that you have. All the pressure on your shoulders. All the pressures that, that life has begun to bring you. Release it now. For he is the source of our strength. Thank you, Jesus. He is the strength of our life. All you have to do is lift your hands in total adoration to him. Thank you, Jesus. Because he is. He is. He is. He is. When you don't know what to do, it's okay. If you can lift your hands in total you, adoration, Jesus. if you can lift your hands and just release it to the Lord, if you can lift your hands and allow the weight to just be released from you, release it. He is the source. He is your strength. He is your all in all. He knew that we would not know. He knew that we would not have answers. And he left us the spirit of God. He left the Holy Spirit here to lead and guide us. You don't have to know it all, but you do have to know him. Yes. You don't have to have all the answers, but you do have to have him. Yes. You don't have to. He knew we wouldn't. That's why he left us the advocate. That's why he left us the counselor. That's why he left us the spirit, our protector. It is normal not to know. It's normal not to have the answers. But you're finding your discord. You're finding your struggle. You're finding the pain. You're finding the hurdles and the conflict because we're not hearing the Spirit of God. He is the source. If you do not connect to the source, you have no power. He is the source of our strength. We sing that song so often. He is the source of our strength. Lift your hands in total adoration to him. He is our source. He is your source. When you plug in, 
you automatically get it all. The full download. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. He is your source. Heed to the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God. The Spirit of God. The anointing of God. Yes, the power of God. Yes, thank you, Jesus. The power of God. Yes, Lord. The power of God. Yes, God. The very power of God. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your hands and receive the anointing and the power of God. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your hands and allow the anointing of the Spirit to rest on you now. Thank you, Jesus. Breathe in the anointing of the Lord. Breathe in the power of God. Take a deep breath and inhale the anointing of the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. The very power of God. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. No matter what the issue is, the Father left us with the Spirit. There is no thing that we come up against that we don't have the wisdom for and the wisdom to handle. Yes. You need the spirit of the Holy Ghost. You need the spirit of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. That's your game changer? Yes. The Holy Ghost. Yes. The Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. That's your confidant. That's your advocate. That's your key to this lifestyle that you've been chosen for this great lifestyle. Thank you, Jesus. The Holy Ghost. Receive the Holy Ghost, Asha. Receive the Holy Ghost, yes, God. If you don't have the Holy Ghost now, receive the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Ah, in the name of Jesus. Lift your hands in the name of Jesus and receive the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Glory to your name, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. We bless you, God. We bless you, Jesus. We bless you for this lifestyle, God. We bless you for your word, God. We bless you, Jesus. We bless you, Jesus. We bless you for family, oh God. We bless you for mothers, God. We bless you for fathers, God. We bless you for grandmothers, Father. We bless you, Jesus. God, we bless you. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Man, what an amazing moment that we've had today. Over the last couple of weeks, man, God has just really been pushing our ministry. I met with our leadership team two Sundays ago and said that the Lord wanted to reposition and realign our focus, our focus for the rest of this season. I'm not going to put a date, stamp a time on it, a year, a thing. It's just simply called, it's all about family conversations, worship and family. For the next seasons of the Rock Church, that's going to be our focus. It's time that we begin to build and invest into the worship, the grace that not only lies on my family and as my and as a pastor, but it lies and it and it's been given the responsibility of the Rock Church to not just produce or to create, but it is to reflect the grace that God has placed on your Metagon's life. It's worship. It's family. It's loving what we do, creating those relevant moments. I love you. I'll see you guys next week. Make sure you get back and chew on this. This service will change your life. I'll see y'all next week. Family Matters. Family Conversations. Peace.